Happy Monday, everyone. It's Felicia Atlas. I am back with another Dimension of Greatness. I am so blessed and happy to be able to come back again. This is my birthday week. I am excited. God has been gracing me with his presence and revelation. And I just always get so excited around the time of my birthday because I'm so thankful for another year, another opportunity to be able to enjoy the many blessings of God, just giving him praise, glory, and honor for the changes that he has allowed me to experience. Even since last year, I have grown leaps and bounds in the grace of God and the glory of God. I have possessed dominion. I have possessed new territories and I have come into the understanding of a dimension of greatness. So that's what this podcast is about, revealing the graces and glories of God that will help us to climb to new heights experience the true riches in Christ Jesus, operate in a new dimension of grace, authority, and possessed lands and territories that are given to us before the foundations of the earth. So in order to walk in a dimension, you have to understand the um, the spirit of organization and corporation that God has dealt to every man. The Bible says that every man is dealt a measure of faith. Where do these measures come from? Um, Who decides how much is given? How do we operate in them? What is our identity in faith? And so I want to unclothe, uncover, and reveal, of course, through the spirit of revelation and by the grace of God, a dimension of greatness as it pertains to dominion. We spent maybe 10 weeks discussing vision, the power and the anointing of the eagle, opportunities to see further, opportunities to possess things in advance through vision, opportunities to just behold a glory of operation in Christ Jesus. That's what it's all about, laying hold onto the promises of God and operating in a foundation where we can give God all the praise, glory, and honor for what he's doing in our lives. So I'm going to just recap a little bit. Last week, we talked about taking dominion, getting your ID, having authority in the Lord. We all know that our identification, our driver's license, any proof of identification is very important throughout the nations, throughout other countries, throughout other dominions and territories. One thing stands sure nationwide and worldwide, internationally, you have to be identified if you want to access or take authority in any realm of operation. If you want to be employed, you have to be able to identify yourself. I hope somebody hears me. If you want to be employed, if you want to be employed spiritually or naturally, you must be identified. You must be able to prove who you are. And so in the world today, as believers, some of us don't have any ID and we wonder why we're not able to possess land, possess territories and minister nationally or to the nations, if you will. And I'm going to talk about the nation anointing versus the tribal anointing. I have so many great things that I'm going to share today. Today, you will receive a dimension of greatness, but I'm just recapping on last week. I got excited there for a minute. So let me pull back a little bit. Just hold on to your seats. This is going to be great. Um, I have a gift. I'm giving a gift today through this revelation, a blessing, if you will, because it is the week of my birthday. My birthday's in two more days. So I have just been overjoyed and I pray, decree, and I released prophetically the blessing of God through this 
through this message, the blessing of God that will be married to every hearer and cause a covenant to come forth, break forth, spring forth in the lives of every believer through a creative anointing, through a creative unction, through the spirit, the grace, and the calling of creativity by the first fruit of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. So we talked about the idea, identifying yourself to be able to enter into the promise. I discussed last week about Genesis 12 and 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Now that's Genesis 12 and 1, but he's, he's giving three different instructions. He said unto Abraham first, get out of thy country. He's speaking of territory and placement geographically. Then he's speaking of thy kindred associations through the bloodline, neighbors, old friends, new friends, whoever you're comfortable with, your comfort zone. That is something that's trying to be related to you. I don't want you to be related. I don't want you to have a relation to your current situation, but I want you to become a new thing. We're going to talk about that later, how the spirit of creativity will be released upon a person in order to cause them to possess the land. And we're going to talk about that in great detail as we break down one by one, the anointings of the different children of Israel, the different children of Jacob, the different lineage authorizations that God embodies in Christ that we still have access to. And I've been doing some studies about the lost tribes. And I'm like, those tribes are not lost because God has surpassed every failure that the children of Israel um, encountered in the Old Testament. And he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men that would cause us to be brought back into the fold of the promise, into the covenant, into the ark, if you will, of the blessing. So hold on to your seats. Let's just touch bases a little bit more about last week, because I want to lay a firm foundation that we can experience a dimension of greatness this week. So we talked about how Abraham needs to get out of his father's country from the kindred. That's number two. The third thing was from thy father's house. So he's saying that in, in physical form, everyone has a lineage. Everyone has a legacy physical in physical form. You have the eyes of your mother. You have the lips of your father. You have hair like your dad. You have, and those are, um, the genealogy of the way that we look, the way that we identify comes from the bloodline. He's saying, come away from your father's house because I'm going to give you a new father, a new identity and a new purpose. Then he says, go to a land that I will show thee. Remember, I've been talking the last few weeks about land representing your original purpose. There are a number of things taking place in the body of Christ right now and that is the reason why we are not showing forth the praises of God that the people would be that the people would be amazed by the movement of God and the power of God. See, back in those days the Lord was doing things like parting the Red Sea and people think that that is something that only pertains to them. He's still parting the Red Sea, but he's doing it in, in a way that is revealed through spiritual revelation. So that's what this podcast is for. We can still tap, um, we can still lay hold and tap into certain glories of operation, but it's 
it's it's activated differently because Christ has come. So we don't have to necessarily go to Pharaoh and tell him to let us go. We have already been released through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. If we believe that he's our Lord and personal savior, we're baptized with the Holy Ghost and power. We don't have to beg Pharaoh to let us go. We can possess the land through the spirit of Christ, the anointed one. But through the anointed one, there are 12 anointings that he's shown me that he wants to release in this hour to his people that we can possess the land. Today, we're going to start with Reuben. He is the firstborn of Israel. Israel is Jacob. His name was changed to Israel. Israel ended up becoming a nation. So we all have a nation anointing. And it's very important to understand that from this point forward in the podcast, we're going to be discussing tangible assets in the spirit that we can enact, reenact in the natural business wise, as far as your ministry is concerned, as far as your gifts, dreams, and callings are concerned, we're all about execution from this point forward. Dominion is never about talk. Dominion is never about wishing. Dominion is never about thinking. Dominion is all about actualizing and causing what you want to become a reality, laying hold of the promise, looking around you and seeing your promise surrounding you. And we're going to talk about that. It's going to be great, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a pen and paper, get your pen and paper. But I wanted to, before I get into this, you know, we talked about the four different blessings, um, the four different pillars that God uses to establish a person in a blessing from Genesis chapter 12. And he says, I will make of thee a great nation. Number one, I will bless thee. Number two, I will make thy name great. Number three, thou shall be a blessing Four. those are the number four always signifies building. Even if it's evil, the number four signifies something being built. So it doesn't just always necessarily represent God building a blessing in your life. The devil uses the number four to build stuff in your life too. The Bible talks about, and I think it's Ephesians, uh, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places, um, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness. Those are the four um, spiritual denotations that cause the body of Christ to be demoted, if you will, or to struggle or to wrestle. He says there are spiritual wickednesses in high places, principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness. So there are a couple times, even in the New Testament, where the number four, you can see it being used in a contrary manner to the promises of God. But God always, see, the devil always tries to mimic what the Lord is doing. So that's why revelation is very important that we don't get trapped in what the devil is doing and that we have the knowledge to pull down strongholds, cast down vain things in every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So last week we talked about the blessing of Jacob when he wrestled with the enemy. When he, I mean, when he wrestled with the angel, he wrestled with the angel because that was the same angel that was responsible for birthing that promise to Abraham, the promise he gave Abraham when he um, told Abraham, I will make of thee a great nation after Abraham did not sacrifice Isaac. That same angel comes back years later and is now crossing paths with Jacob and Jacob, he told Jacob, oh, no, I can't, I can't deal with you right now because see, uh, angels have certain territories that they govern. We're going to talk about the governance anointing that came from Joseph. So, um, every angel, when you have an angelic ministry or angelic presences, those denote territory. Whenever you have an angelic visitation, even if you read in the Bible, or if you've had that experience, you need to open your eyes and stay very prayerful because it denotes territorial permissions. It, it, it signifies 
territorial permissions, the promises of God, the blessings of God. The reason why Jacob said today, I will call this place Peniel, Peniel, because I have seen God face to face and I live. He thought he saw God face to face. Now it's very important that you understand the word of God because there are many instances where they where they have interactions with angels, but the angel is speaking as God. The angel is talking as God. The angel is acting on behalf of God. The angel is an ambassador. He's a, a commentator, if you will, on behalf of heaven. So he's telling us what's going on in heaven. And at the same time, he has the authority to release it to the people of God. Amen, everybody. The angels are... Um, they signify the blessing. See, God is the blessing. So he's saying, I'm seeing God. I'm wrestling with God. I'm trying to get this promise. I'm wrestling so much so to where my hip has been displaced. And we'll talk later about the hip being displaced and the knee and how um, the joints of the leg and how those represent a significant movement throughout the genealogy of God from the beginning to the end that everything between the hip bone and the knee bone signify a certain um, portal in time where certain things are being released through that portal. When you get below the knee and, and Elijah proves this when he lays on his knees and commands it to rain, he bends his knees, he puts his head in between his knees. Uh, see, and, and the head is the body of Christ and he puts his head in between his knees. See, that's a whole different revelation. We're not, we're not on that right now. Right now we're gonna just stay on the 12 anointings of the children of Israel. So he's wrestling with this angel saying, no, you promised my grandfather Abraham that I will have this and that. And the angel says, let me go before the day breaks. So when the day breaks and it becomes morning time, it's it's the it's time for Jesus to then impart works of the spirit. But Jacob was not ready for that release because the 12 anointings of possession of a land had not been established through Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, that had not taken place. So the angel is telling him, hold on now, you can't, I'm going to release the blessing, but I'm going to change your name. But the blessing you looking for is going to come through the 12. Okay. So the blessing that we're looking for is coming through the 12. We can wrestle all we want, but the wrestling is in our own identity because if we don't know who we are, we can't es establish this anointing and these anointings are powerful. So let's just start with Reuben. Reuben means my son. Behold a son. Behold a son. Behold a son. Genesis chapter one says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. We're going to use this as our reference point. Y'all know I love to go back into Genesis. Y'all know that I love to go back into the Old Testament. I am an Old Testament buff because I believe in order. So I believe that God takes everything new, but he has a reference point. And he, and he, see, see, why y'all making me get into my next week teaching? But today we're talking about creativity. The name of this teaching is creating your territory through the anointing of creativity. But see, y'all almost got me talking about innovation, the innovation anointing. It's going to be good, but I'm going to talk about that later because right now we're talking about the first and foremost. So Susie, you want to have this business and you want to start this business. Let's say it's a daycare and you want to put this daycare, you want to call it Sunny Smiles and you want to put it all over. You want to put one in Dallas. You want to put one in Houston, Atlanta. You want to go to Chicago. You want to do this everywhere. You even want to put one in Nigeria and you just want it to flourish. There's a promise called the first fruit. It, it's going to develop every law pertaining to your promise. Okay. There were promises given with every blessing. 
And so, so people think the blessing is the promise. The blessing is not the promise. And so the promise legalizes the attainment of the blessing. And see, we're trying to illegally possess things that we don't have the constitutional right to lay hold of. And I'm not even talking about the jurisdiction right now. I'm not even talking about legalities right now. Right now, I'm just talking about the word of God being made flesh and dwelling among men. So Reuben is the firstborn of the promise. So legally, his anointing says, I have been created. The promise has been birthed. So that's why Leah says in Genesis 29, 32, Leah conceived and bare a son and she called his name Reuben for she said, surely the Lord has looked upon my affliction. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. So listen, this is very interesting. When your identity is intact and you understand where you're going in God and what God expects of you, you're then in, um, you're then expected to create a lineage or an offspring of creativity. It's a very powerful blessing when you can take an expectation. Okay. I, I want you to remember this. This is very important. You can take an expectation of God and make it law. You can take an expectation from God and it will be legal, meaning no devil, no person, no legal structure, no political structure, no spiritual wickedness in high places, no demonic influences, no workers of darkness, no lies being told, no fear, no factors. There's nothing that can break it because God released the expectation. So when Reuben was born, although Reuben committed a, a, a foul act when he slept with Billa, his father's concubine, the promise had already been, the wheels started turning on the promise of Reuben through creativity because he was the first fruit. So I'm first fruit. So that first business, Susie wants to unopen Sunny Smiles business and God is going to birth one. He's going to give her one. She, it will be the first daycare. This daycare will be in Houston, Texas. Okay. She lives in Houston, Texas. She'll start right there. But then there will be 11 anointings that come after that to cause it to supersede that expectation because one may not lay hold completely on the promise because it might break a law or it might do something illegal in the spirit realm. Okay. So we make mistakes when we build these ministries, we build these businesses. God might've said, start the business in January. You started in January, 2021. He told you to start it in January, 2023. And he told you to build up a legal structure within this two year period, but you started this year. And so you already broke a law, but you already started. So when God created Christ, he's saying that every law that was broken, I am going to rectify it. And I will cause these illegal substances and structures to become null and void. I will cause an order to cease and desist upon every worker of darkness operating against my children. This is through the blessing now because God is the blessing. The blessing makes rich and adds no sorrow because the blessing is God. God cannot be separated from his blessing. That's why he gives a promise to make it be act, to make it, to activate it in the realm of the earth. Heaven is nothing but blessings, but in order to cause it to become activated in the earth, it needs a promise because the promise is the legal structure. And so in business, in ministry, you have a corporation, you have a corporate anointing. The corporate anointing means everything gathered together. I'm going to corp have a corporation and then I take a spirit of incorporation. You need to visit my website, mysuccessaccount.com. If you want to know how to get your business or ministry, the uh, a formal 
and stable foundation because God blesses the foundation. He blesses the first fruit. And I wish I had more time because I really want to talk about the power of Reuben's anointing. Reuben's anointing is creativity. Reuben's territory is surrounded by the Ammonites, the Moabites. If you look at the map on um, the map on the 12 tribes and where they're located, if you look See, Reuben is surrounded by the Ammonite land and the Moabite land. The Ammonites and the Moabites, these are the descendants of Lot's daughters. So they slept with their father. They created a lineage that always fought with the territory or the boundaries of Reuben. So there are going to be things that cause you to not get that first business off the ground. Reuben represents the firstborn. The firstborn is surrounded by Ammonite land and Moabite land. So your first ministry was the book ministry and the book didn't sell anything because the pressure of Ammon and the pressure of Moab are leaning against it. So when we begin to talk about sin, but you're still going to possess the blessing. It's just going to be a little bit more war. It's just going to be a little bit more tedious and um, you're going to have to pay attention. See, that's why Reuben slept with his father's concubine because he didn't understand I am the first fruit of something great. See, why did the blessing have to be given to Joseph? (laughs) Why did the blessing have to be given to Judah? Why did Levi have to have the priesthood? Because Reuben was out of position in a lot of ways. And you don't want that. God is saying the first time I can bless you. You don't have to start this business six times. You don't have to start this business 10 times. You don't, I can bless you on the first time because there's a creative anointing that I release through a corporate structure an incorporation structure. Once we have the corporate anointing, then we incorporate. And this is the legal structure. This is when you send your paperwork to the state and say, I have a business called Icon. It will operate at 222 Billionaire Street. And, and, this is, and, and, and you set it up territorially in the economic structure of the state of the land. So now it's legal. So now you possess the blessing attached to it, which is revenue, which is sales, which is budgeting, which is employees, which is the building. You have the structure. You signed the lease. You bought the building. You got the loan. You hear me? Okay. And so Ben, Benjamin and Ruben, I'm going to talk about those two a little bit more next week. But right now the B-E-N and Ruben means to build, to repair to be a builder, to make children, nation, surely family relationship, the anointed one, the appointed one. So Ruben essentially means to build. So as I spoke of earlier from last week in Genesis chapter one, he told Abraham four things. One, I will make thee a great nation, Reuben. I will bless thee, Reuben. I will make thy name great, Reuben. Thou shalt be a blessing, Reuben. So the beginning of this structure began with the first son, Reuben. If I had time, I would share how Rachel asked Leah for the mandrakes that Reuben came in one time with the mandrakes. He he came from the field and he was carrying these mandrakes and Rachel asked Leah, can your son give me some mandrake? Can your son give me the mandrake? See, the creative anointing was on Reuben. And so even Rachel was able to see it. Rachel was barren, but she said, oh, this son. And so you have to do the study on the mandrakes. They have very many properties and they can be used for either evil or good. And so in that revelation, God was showing me how Reuben always wrestled with good and evil. He was supposed to be a pillar of a a nation anointing. There's a nation anointing. There's a tribal anointing. The power of the nation anointing gives you the ability to divide 
a tribal anointing. The nation is the corporation that I'm speaking of. When there's a corporation, a Fortune 500 corporation, this company has grown to the stature of a corporation. It's no longer a smaller business. It's operating on a corporate level. And now it has a tribal anointing where you have Nike, then you have the shoe, then you have the Jordan, then you have the t-shirts, then you have the hat. Those are breaking it up into tribes, a tribal inheritance, okay? You have these large ministries where their headquarters might be in Africa, but then they have, that's the nation anointing. That's the corporate anointing. That's the parent company, if you will. This is where all the goods and substances come from, that original structure, the original heavens, created have all of the power all of the blessings but god releases them in a form of inheritance boom this territory boom this inheritance boom this blessing he releases them according to a structure so in order to have the blessing and possess the land you have to operate under a particular structure and understand this particular ordination he told jeremiah before i formed thee i knew thee before he formed formation your company has to be formed that's like i just said when you take those documents you sign them you send them into the state and you want a business license and you say this business has been formed and then you can take on dominion. So you have a creation anointing. This is where you get your intellectual property. This is where you trademark the name of your church. This church will be called Everlasting Dominion ministries. And this is where you teach people how to buy churches. Your, your ministry is all about how to buy churches. You teach people how to get their credit together, how to build ministries. Hmm, that's a pretty good idea, Felicia. <laughs> so you just teach people that. And so with that, you have to have your logo, you trademark it. You have all these intellectual properties because the properties represent assets and the assets represent wealth and the wealth accumulated represents dominion. And that's how you're possessing the land of everlasting dominion ministries, LLC or Inc or Corp. And you form it, you form it with the business structure. There's a formation. This means that you now have legal rights. That means that the state, if they try to come after you for anything legally, you're backed by these particular rules and regulations. This is where the promises come from. The promises orchestrate the guidelines. He told Reuben, you will have from the this coast of the Jordan over to the coast of Moab. You operate within that realm, within that territory. This is where you're safe. This is where you're legal. And then there's dominion, which is incorporation, influence, and inheritance. This is a gift of greatness. It's being established in a land. The dominion will establish the gift of greatness within a particular land. Okay. That's what dominion is. So you have creation in Reuben, you have the formation in Reuben, and you have the dominion in Reuben. And these three things were being broken down by the enemy consistently. He did not want Reuben as the first seed to obtain the promises because he knew how important the firstborn promise is. So you may be writing a book and you may have a ministry and you may have a job and and then you may want to start a business if you don't. Those are four things. Remember, four means to build. If you do not pursue the promise in the legal ordained manner that God has told you to or that God expects. See, expectation, how I was speaking of earlier, the expectation warrants the blessing. It will go and find the blessing. The expectation is a legal foundation of substance. And the expectation is the thing that God said, I will do. Um, uh, what is the scripture? 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That is the spirit of expectation. That is the spirit of the overall faith, the coupling anointing with faith. And these are the things that breed greatness and breed success. See, it's a whole system. The systems are designed so that if something becomes missing, lost, stolen, damaged, lost, God has a method of replacing it or regenerating it. That's the spirit of innovation. But we're not on the spirit of innovation. This week, we're talking about creation and creativity. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. It's the first fruit. Creation is the first fruit. So you want to be, you want to be, um, you want to be one of a kind. You want to be genuine with your pursuit of greatness. If it's in business, if it's in ministry, you want to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't want, you want to have a competitive edge and see God gives a competitive edge because when you begin to market yourself, this is the thing that will distinguish you from the world. This is the thing that will distinguish you from your competitors. This is the thing that will say, I can buy her product, but I want to buy her product. I want, I like his because, you know, everybody's talking about his on social media, but his, the way that it shines, the way that he put that extra ingredient, I got to have that one. And so you want to be able to distinguish, have a distinguishing factor between you and the other people. And that's what the word is talking about. As they go in and possess the land, they had victory over their adversaries, over this land and over this territory that is, uh, noting a competitive edge, a competitive landscape, if you will. And so as we go forward in the podcast, we're going to begin to distinguish how your ministry, how not ministry, but how your spiritual giftedness needs to meet up with the earthly realm so that the spirit of creativity will cause you to have a competitive edge and that you can possess the land, have a competitive landscape, but most importantly, have a creative anointing. We're going to begin to talk about more of Reuben, more of Simeon. We're going to get into Levi. That's going to be great because Levi didn't have a land. They had cities within a territory. So they were only able to shine a light on territory as it pertained to ministry. And so that's telling me that everyone having a business, everyone having a career, they have to be able to place the ministerial expectation of God into that particular thing. Whether you work at a desk job, whether you work in a factory, whether you want to own a factory, whatever it is, I want to show you how to connect it to your kingdom anointing, that the kingdom of God would be fulfilled on earth, would be received on earth, would be impacted in earth as it is in heaven. So ladies and gentlemen, I have much, much more to share. Thank you for joining me today. Um, I'll see you next week. Have a great dimension of greatness this week. Bye-bye.